be prepared for offensive language, adult and sexual themes. Queer as Pop, Episode 5. Welcome. This week's episode is dedicated to Stephen Hawking, who passed away last Wednesday. He was a physicist, cosmologist, and author, one of the most brilliant minds of our generation that helped explain a lot of things that happen in the universe, especially black holes, big bang, radiation, and all of the myths that we have about science and how science can, can evolve in the future. He was born in 1942 and as an adult he was diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis or as we call it ALS and that disease paralyzed him. The life expectancy of a person who has ALS is five years and he managed to beat all the odds and live more than 50 years. Alongside his groundbreaking scientific research, Stephen Hawking was a passionate campaigner for LGBT equality. In 2012, Hawking called on the government to pardon gay war hero Alan Turing, who was convicted of gross indecency in 1952 after having sex with a man. Turing was chemically castrated, ran from working at the government communications headquarters, and died by suicide at 41. In an open letter, Hawking called Turing one of the most brilliant mathematicians of the modern era, and urged then Prime Minister David Cameron to forgive this British hero to whom we owe so much as a nation and whose pioneering contribution to computer sciences remains relevant even today. Until his death, he was always working, and his final work, called A Smooth Exit from Eternal Inflation, is currently being reviewed. He got a chance to submit it before passing away. In it, he predicted that the universe would eventually end when stars run out of energy. So basically he went out with a bang because this final work will totally give him a Nobel Prize. So we should all celebrate his life and learn from him about how powerful the mind is over body and how we can beat all odds that are against us and how we should always 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 think outside of the box because there's a lot of things to discover in our lifetime rest in peace Stephen William Hawking changing gears like every week I'm gonna do a quick rundown on the hot topics of the week ladies and gentlemen it's time for Wendy Williams is going to be back this week, finally. We, we got a full week with the amazing Jerry O'Connell as the guest host of the Wendy Williams show. He was amazing because he knew what he was talking about. He threw a lot of shade to a lot of people, but he also got a lot of 
hit because he is a really expressive person. So a lot of people were hating on him. Like, yeah, you're being a little bit too much. You're being a little bit too extra. He acknowledged it and he said, you know what? It's the Wendy Williams show. We have to be extra. And I'm glad he did. And I'm glad he didn't back down. It was a really funny week and it was really refreshing to see someone new right in front of that crazy, crazy, crazy show. So welcome back, Wendy. You were missed. And Jerry O'Connell, how you doing? Snapchat came under fire last week after running an ad created by a third party that was kind of like a who would you rather game. One of the who would you rathers asked users to choose whether they would prefer to slap Rihanna or to punch Chris Brown and that drew so much criticism from people, especially from Rihanna. The ad, which was created by a third party but had to undergo an approval process by Snapchat, was taken down, but not before quite a lot of damage was done. Snapchat stocks plunged by 4% on Thursday, according to the Wall Street Journal, losing nearly a billion dollars because people started quitting snapchat rihanna was pissed her response to snapchat was that how can a company make money from an ad that appeared to make light of domestic violence quote you spent money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to domestic violence victims and you made a joke of it she posted on her instagram story on thursday this isn't about my personal feelings she says because i don't have much of them but all the women children and men that have victims of domestic violence in the past and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet You have let us down. Shame on you. Throw the whole apology away. Following Rihanna's statement, Snapchat responded by apologizing again. And then they said, This advertisement is disgusting and never should have appeared. We are so sorry we made the terrible mistake of allowing it through a review process. We are investigating how that happened so that we can make sure it never happens again. As you know, the ad made reference to the whole thing that happened before the 2009 Grammy Awards, where there was some allegedly altercation between Chris Brown and Rihanna. And I don't have it. And I really don't have to say allegedly because we saw the pictures. Chris Brown fans are always talking about, oh, we should let that thing go. We should let that thing in the past. That is not really Chris Brown, but we saw that and the whole drama that came out of it afterwards. There's a difference between making a joke when you are a comedian. Like, for example, I think Lady Bunny does a joke where, where she says, You know, I was trying to remember the name of that singer Rihanna used to date, and then it hit me. Now that is funny, because Lady Bunny is a comedian that often makes offensive jokes. 
and and it's always crossing the line. However, it's all under the radar that nobody notices, so she can get away with it. However, it's different when you are a company specially designed for teenagers. What kind of message are are you sending with this? What message are you sending with those filters that make you look wider? I don't want to bring race into it, but why Rihanna and Chris Brown? Why not Johnny Depp, for example? We saw the video. I, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that is not intentional, but when you have millions and millions of dollars and you have a large following of kids, you need to be aware of your limits. Snapchat is going to be closing soon because this is the second time this happens. Kylie Jenner made Snapchat lose $1.3 billion dollars because she posted to her 25 million Twitter followers. Does anyone else not open Snapchat anymore? That simple tweet was worth $1.3 billion. If the Kardashians say it's a shitty app and if Rihanna is pissed off and basically told everybody, you know what, we're not doing Snapchat anymore, I think Snapchat has run its course. So rest in peace, Snapchat. I never liked you. I never cared. And Vine, come and take your fucking place because we miss you. Is Cardin Beer, aka Cardi B, pregnant? The streets are talking. And by the streets, I mean some shitty blogs, including TMC. I don't know why are they talking about this, but people are saying that she is pregnant. <laughs> TMC are reporting that she is seven months pregnant, but she must be the first human to go seven months pregnant undetected because she doesn't have a baby bump. She has not gained weight. She's hiding better than Kylie Jenner, perhaps because she doesn't have a baby bump. And a fan went on Instagram and asked her, is you pregnant, bitch? Is you pregnant? And she responded, bitch, let me fat in peace. <laughs> Which is a great response because the same thing we're saying about Rihanna because she gained weight. I'm not saying she's fat, but she has more cushion for the pushing. And she looks amazing, by the way. I don't miss um, skinny Rihanna at all. Oh, at all. She's currently recording her first album that is going to follow up the now platinum Bodak Jello. She is going to be at Coachella and on April 7th 
she is going to be on Saturday Night Live. Is this some kind of plotline for something? Is, is she going to marry that horrible man, aka Offset, aka the one with the videos with the other women, allegedly? But the real question, honey, is, is she going to be a one-hit wonder? Let's wait and see. Because right now, everybody's looking at her like, you forgive cheating man, and now you're going to have a baby with him? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, girl, no. Bye, Felicia. The HBIC is in the house. New York is in the motherfucking museum. This is one of the things that I love about reality television and how in the future is going to be the window where they are going to see how we were as a society right now. Reality television legend Tiffany New York Pollard will be the subject of a new exhibit at THNK. 1994 a Brooklyn Museum and it will open the exhibit David's death a celebration of Tiffany Pollard on May 18th Pollard confirmed the news on Instagram saying she was truly beyond flattered and humbled on 2016 she was in Big Brother in the UK where she was with several other celebrities one of them being Angie Bowie David Bowie former wife at that time where they were when they were in the house he was still alive another person in the house was David Guest aka Liza Minnelli's ex-husband wink wink Angie Bowie was informed that David Bowie passed away and she made the awful mistake of telling one person and that person was Tiffany Pollard but because Tiffany Pollard sometimes doesn't understand the context of the situations it was an amazing horrible moment David is dead Tiffany was shocked and started crying started screaming And it was so confusing for both of them because Tiffany thought that she was talking about David Guest, the other housemate in the house. Angie thought Tiffany was upset because she couldn't believe that David Bowie was dead. It was terrible. If you can watch it on YouTube, there's a video, seven minutes of complete chaos. Funny but cringe-worthy, one of the most amazing moments in reality television. David's death, a celebration of Tiffany Pollard, will show at THNK 1994 until June 3rd. Like the name of the show, I love New York, and you should too. Oh, Katy Perry, the things she does to stay relevant. She was under fire on American Idol for kissing one of the contestants. He was saving his first kiss for the girl that would eventually be his wife. And Katy Perry asked him for a kiss on the cheek and when he reached 
to kiss her, she turned her face and he got his first kiss with Katy Perry. Now the guy is saying that he felt uncomfortable, that it was unexpected and it was wrong for Katy Perry to do that. Fake, fake, fake news. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going. To, I'm going to. I never thought I would. I will have to quote Trump, but I think this is the moment where I have to do it. I'm going to try to give you my best Donald Trump. <clears throat> this is absolutely fake news. Everything about American Idol is fake news. Nobody's watching it. It's fake news. Make American Idol great again. Fake news. Lock her up. Build a wall. Let's build a wall around Katy Perry because she is coming here and is taking the jobs of people like Paula Abdul. So, fake news. This is fake news for ratings because it's going to be a total flop because nobody's watching it just like nobody's watching the view nobody's watching cnn fake news fake news fake news make reality shows great again Kofefe. sad i'm done <laughs> that was the worst Donald Trump you will ever hear in your life. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Lock her up. Lock her up. <laughs> yeah, this is this is fake. I don't believe it. Then there was a Latina contestant and she started dancing and she got them to stand up and dance Lionel Richie he was uh, dancing like a dad it was sad and then Katy Perry started doing goofy um, movements and she ended on the floor showing her ass and they had to blur it out I oh god it's so cringe Katy Perry I'm sorry I love her music but she as a person she is such a cringe i'm totally out i'm not watching american idol fuck it i don't want to be a witness i don't want to be a witness to that mess so i hope she gets sued for that kiss he kissed Katy perry and didn't like it so sue her let's lock her up Let's take a moment, another great personality just passed away, Bento, the keyboard cat, oh god. So if you can go and show your thoughts and prayers to the owner, go ahead, oh my god, we're gonna miss you, keyboard cat, oh, played once again for us, keyboard cat. about nature the earth hour is coming please help this little moment in time where we have to remember where we are in the universe and how 
we should be mindful of our resources. Earth Hour 2018 is going to be next Saturday, the 24th. Let's try to disconnect for one hour. Light up some candles, put the phone down, put the computer down, and go outside and look at the stars. I know it's far fetched that this kind of things help, but do it at least for yourself to prove to yourself that you can detach from technology just for an hour. So remember. Earth Hour 2018, Saturday the 24th. Let's save the planet a step at a time. Again, talking about nature, Bianca del Rio has the sequel for Hurricane Bianca. This time is Hurricane Bianca 2 from Russia with hate. This film centers on Bianca del Rio being driven to Russia by Devi's campaign for revenge against him after being released from prison. If you haven't seen Hurricane Bianca, I encourage you. And it's a funny movie that talks a really important topic about discrimination in the workforce, in this case, teachers. Bianca del Rio, aka Roy Haylock, plays a gay teacher that is fired for being gay. And then to get his revenge, she comes back as Bianca del Rio and she makes them eat shit. Hurricane Bianca 2 is going to be released on May 18th. That is the end of Hot Topics, and now let's go for some Drag Race Tea! <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3 is over, and the winner is Trixie Mattel. Congratulations, Trixie! I have to say, it was a shocking ending where the Eliminated Queens had to come back and do a vote to pick the top two all-stars that will have a final lip-sync for the crown. The chosen ones were Kennedy Davenport and Trixie Mattel. They did a lip-sync to Miley's Wrecking Ball and Trixie was victorious. A lot of people were mad, including me, that Shangela didn't get the chance to be top Two. She was a great lip syncer. She was a great actress. She was she was a great performer. She really proved that she changed a lot since season two. I understand. I understand why they picked Kennedy. I think they wanted to give her validation that they see the work that she does and that she deserves spot all of the work she has done over the years let's remember Shangela was a new queen when she arrived in drag race she was not doing drag for so long so i can understand why they did that however i i think Shangela deserved to be in the top two and Choices. By the look of what she was planning to do, she would have won. But that's how these competitions go, and sometimes you need to have more friends than enemies, and sometimes you're as good as your last um, performance. So, too bad for Shangela, but 
Congratulations, Trixie. It's a bittersweet win because I wanted Trixie to win, but a part of me really wanted Vendelacrem, Shangela, and Trixie to be in the top three of the final. They're all bottom. I don't want to discredit her, but I don't understand why BB was there all of the time. That was a choice. Let's see what happens next week. Next week we have the premiere of season 10. Let's see how the girls bring it. So good luck to all of the new queens and don't break a leg. Now it's time for the gag of the week. This week's gag, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul got her star of fame. Finally, I, th I thought she'd done already done had hearses and she did not so congratulations to RuPaul she got her own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame so congratulations RuPaul you deserve it but don't fuck it up anymore about the trans issue we are counting on you if you don't acknowledge it next time you win an Emmy you're gonna have a lot of problems congrats RuPaul we're keeping an eye on you though I still hate your personality but I like your hair now it's time for the queer fact the queer fact is the same one I talk about at the beginning of this podcast about the pardoning of Alan Turing. He was given a posthumous pardon in the UK 2013 and after that thousands of living men convicted over consensual same-sex relationships also began to be eligible for pardon under that amendment. Deceased people who were convicted of sexual acts that are no longer deemed criminal will receive an automatic pardon. Anyone living who has been convicted of such offenses could already apply through the Home Office to have the offense whipped from their criminal records. If the Home Office agrees that the offense is no longer an offense under the current law, they will be automatically pardoned. Justice Minister Sam Gima said it was hugely important that we pardon people convicted of historical sexual offenses who will be innocent of any crime today. Of the 65,000 convicted men under those laws, 15,000 were still alive. One of those men, called George Montage, was convicted in 1974 of indecency with a man. He said he wanted an apology, not a pardon. He says, to accept a pardon means that you accept that you were guilty. I was not guilty of anything. I was only guilty of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. He told BBC Newsnight, I think it was wrong to give Alan Turing, one of the heroes of my life, a pardon. What was he guilty of? He was guilty of the same as what they call me guilty of, being born only able to fall in love with another man. He added, if I get an apology, I will not need a pardon. He added that never should have been an offense of indecency because 
it didn't apply to heterosexuals. Heterosexuals could do what they liked in the doorways, in passageways, in the streets, in the back of the car. It only applied to gay men. That's not right. The, the Sexual Offenses Act decriminalized private homosexual acts between men aged over 21 in England and Wales in 1967 and the law was not changed in some parts of the UK until 1982. We are still living in the baby steps years of of the whole decriminalization of homosexuality. If you read the little letters in several laws in the world, it's still illegal to be gay. So the thing that I will ask you to do is try to look into the law of the place that you live because you never know what could happen to you if you get arrested, what they can charge you with. Because, because for example, I live in a country where it is usual that they arrest gay men for being indecent in the street when they are just kissing or holding hands. And the police say, oh no, it's because it is indecent to do it on the street while there is no law against indecency and by any means it is not an indecent act my advice to you is try to read the local law of where you live because these are still dark times and we have to take care of ourselves take care of yourself and like every week, I'm gonna give you the word of the day. The word of the day is NSA. That is a word that you can find in the several gay dating apps. They're all NSA means no strings attached. Therefore, if you see that in a profile, that means they don't care for relationships. So please don't waste your time oh at all don't waste people's time so if you don't want a relationship please put an sa on your profile please follow me on twitter at wally fox that's wally f-o-x-x underscore i will see you next week for a new edition of queers pop until then please take care and i hope you have a poppin' week. <laughs> <laughs>